We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friends. Thank you for hanging out with us today here on Empower Radio. I have a very important question for you. Are you having a good time? Are you really getting the most out of your relationships and your life? If not, or if you're ready to get more out of life, you are in the right place here on Journey to Center today. I often say the intention for my life is to be present in my loving and really suck the juice out of this human experience. And most days I feel I'm doing just that. I'm married to a man that I adore, I do what I love and am well compensated for it, I'm healthy, and I easily maintain my ideal weight. In other words, my life is working and I'm having a pretty good time on planet Earth. But it wasn't always this way. For much of my life, I struggled with depression, poverty, with my health, and experienced some excruciatingly painful relationships. The truth is, it has taken a lot of work to get as lucky as I am today. Maybe my journey could have been easier, but I didn't know what to do or how to do it. That is why I love doing this show. I get to spend time with conscious creators and powerful teachers who generously share their wisdom and are committed to making the human journey more enjoyable, more prosperous, and more fun for me and for you. So today, I'm excited about the conversation I'm going to be having with a kindred spirit whose intention is to inspire, uplift, and empower others and help them tap into their unlimited potential. I'm speaking to Lilo Massi, the author of I Had No Money and I Liked It, which chronicles the ebbs and flows of true exploration and the journey to find brilliance, creativity, and abundance inherent in oneself. Lilo is also an interviewer and a web video blogger sensation with over 16 million viewers on YouTube, 1,800 videos, and over 800 interviews, including profound conversations with Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Neil Donald Walsh, Don Miguel Ruiz, Gary Zukov, Barbara Marks Hubbard, Gay Hendricks, Carolyn Mace, and many more. She's one of the fastest growing web TV hosts and is creating an international communication network to motivate and support millions of people in pursuing their dreams. Lilu believes that we all have the capacity to fulfill our greatest potential and manifest our dreams by focusing on our thoughts on what we want, listening to our heart, loving ourselves, being courageous, playing big, and applying her juicy insights, tools, and practices, which she shares daily on video. Lilu is very busy traveling the globe with her juicy living tour, but is taking some time to be with us here today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So, Lilu, thank you so much for fitting us into your schedule. Thank you, Tammy, for having me on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited. I know you're in France right now and, and on the move. Yes, yes, yes. I'm in France and uh, heading to south of France, actually, tomorrow to Monaco and uh, Nice and Cannes and all this, uh, this beautiful area of south of France to introduce some more people there. Mm, I love it. So can you tell me exactly what your Juicy Living Tour is all about? 
It's all about uh, providing uh, free information and interviews uh, that I broadcast online on YouTube. And I, I basically interview people. I go to their homes, whether it's very famous people or a New York Times bestseller, but sometimes it's somebody that nobody has heard of. And I go to most of the time their home or their their power place and the, um, or or if they're traveling, it's a possibility too. Like right now, I'm traveling around Europe, and since I'm French originally, I, I of course I would love to empower uh, all areas of the world, including Europe and and my home country, France. But I, I I just travel and go from one place to the next. Uh, that's what I did last year throughout the U.S. and Canada, and now I'm doing this uh, in in France. So I have those those conversations that I call juicy conversations uh, <laughs> all around and in many beautiful places, and uh, it provides so much joy to 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 my soul and to me. But also um, a lot of people are watching and and being reminded daily uh, how great we are as human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That makes me so happy to hear you say that because that's something I like to do as well. So I'm really curious. I know you talk about humanity entering a new phase of evolution. How is last year's Juicy Living Tour different than this year's Juicy Living Tour? Last year has been uh, just really, really beautiful because it was all about stepping in my dream and the vision fully. So instead of of doing it as part-time or on the side or through Skype, I I finally decided to to go to New Mexico and starting the tour. So there was a lot of, it was totally stepping in the unknown, not knowing where the money would come from and how all this would happen. So it was a pretty big bet, you know, a 12 months tour. It's not like it's a two week. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, um, it's been so uh, life changing. Uh, I know to me and to millions that have been watching, but I must say that this year is, is, is different in the way that it's in Europe. So I, I thought I had a lot of preconceived notions on how it would go and how much more resistance people would have here, etc., regarding those spiritual topics. And and far from it. I'm I'm actually very, very delighted. I I have some other challenges than last year. This year it's going deeper into probably the topics, but also the a little bit of, of, of so I'm, I'm opening up and seeing also some things that I don't like so much in this industry, and I'm, uh, and so I'm, I'm really stepping up uh, and 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 as being as authentic as possible with people watching, and and to also give warnings, not just you know that it's all positive and beautiful because it's uh, it's a, gr- a great journey when we step in our dream, but it's of course there's challenges. And so I'm I'm meeting them and I'm sharing them also on video blogs. So it's not just interviews; it's also um, sharing my own journey through books and and video blogs, etc. Yeah, I like um, your authenticity very much. I think it's really refreshing, and there's you have such a wonderful charisma. So I'm curious. You're saying that there's kind of a there's a there there's the downside. On one end, you are stepping more fully into your faith, into the trust, into the support, this dance with the universe. What are some of the downsides that you're experiencing from pursuing your dreams? 
Just the downside is um, I'm a very, I guess, positive person, and I and um, I, I just love life. There is truly something about life that I'm passionate about and want to explore more, and I'm curious. Um, but obviously, when it takes, um, when there's a lot of coordination and a lot of work and a lot of emails being received and a lot of things, the team need to grow. So mm -hmm. I need to grow to be able to, to do that. So it's mm -hmm. about then finding the right people and uh, and wanting to get help to receive help you know that's a whole other area so it's um it is just a new a new phase of organize of organization but most of all uh because the the donations are coming in so i'm not um, at all worried like i was on day one of the tour last year how am i going to travel and do those interviews the donations are coming of course uh, donations are always welcome because there's always more and, and bigger or just to travel even more and go to many more places. But it's I don't have that questioning anymore on my mind. But I the, the most challenging part is that because I'm starting to be more confident as an interviewer and um, I want to go deeper into the topics, I also challenge sometimes more my interviewees. And I, and I also uh, interview people that are controversial. And so obviously some I so, some some videos lately I had to remove five of my videos uh, because somebody threatened uh, and kind of put a bit of pressure on me to remove them so it's um I think that's what a lot of us are, are facing now is is uh, we have to stand by also what we stand for and and sometimes it's it's very very challenging so I'm learning how to deal with that, but the best way I found is just just do videos and and blogs in between and authentically say what's going on, so that people don't think it's when we step in our dream is just all all uh, beautiful because it's not. But but there is this force, there is this protection. I feel I have there is this there is this creativity, there is this uh, beauty. It's it there is it's not like it's um it's a fear or a challenge or you know do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I can really relate to what you're saying. I think I'm, I'm responsible or I'm guilty of this, uh, thinking I want something and then I'll, I'll get it and be happy. And it never really kind of works quite that way. We may get what we think we want, but there's always going to be unexpected, I, I call them challenges slash opportunities, because there's always going to be growth available to us. So again, I like hearing what you're saying. And it, um, I think in order for the branches to go high, the roots have to go deep. And yeah. and that doesn't happen without that 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 curve that that growing um, growing pains I think so you're you're speaking um, you're speaking my language I can really relate to what you're you're speaking of <laughs> good good so something else I'm really interested from your perspective because you do speak to so many new thought mm, experts what are what is the shifting consciousness that you're seeing the changes that you're perceiving going on right now mm -hmm. and and it's it's really cool because it's it's so true that i'm as i'm because i'm traveling and going to those places i really feel i have a a bit of a grip at what's going on especially with all these travels on all those different continents and 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 to me, it really feels that people are just, people have been suffering and are suffering from how they're 
been living or from their job or relationship and and that's why more and more people of course go to personal development seminars or into spirituality because they 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 feel there is there's something missing and there's something more and so that's that's beautiful that's been going on for a while but i just love how a lot of people, and especially with all the job losses that are happening and, and the economy and all of that, um, and maybe the relationship being shorter and just that people are really questioning the, the system. They're questioning the, the way we live. They're questioning the leaders where I feel that um, we want more of from life and we're waking up like it's like our brain is is lighting up the the neurons are connecting and our tuition is 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 increasing and we really have to all recognize that individually that this is happening and to see the signs of that that we're evolving as a species we're we're not anymore those those uh, people with a suit going to work every day some of us are, and there's a lot of people that are, but but there's this profound desire for more. And there's so many stories that I'm putting online and uploading every day that are showing that, that there's some people that totally change their life around and they're so happy and in the bliss now again it's it doesn't mean there's no challenges but it's a whole way of seeing life a life where there's more balance between the brain and the heart mm. where people are following their heart and and they're feeling their connection with the earth and they want to go more on holidays that are real and they're turning off the tv because a lot of them are just inauthentic and and it stinks <laughs> and, and and really, people just want want more, but the real juice of life, you know, the 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 the, the realness of life, and I and I just love that, and I really see more and more people are going for this kind of information and 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 want to learn, and and a lot of people are growing very very rapidly right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that was true for me. Pain was my great awakener. And I often uh, have people come to me as a counselor when they're in crisis. And I think crisis, crisis can either shut us down or can break us open. So it sounds like what your experience is people really kind of breaking open and showing up and becoming more creative and be, maybe becoming more um, independent uh, yeah. in their thinking. That's very yeah. exciting. It is I, exciting. I love it. Oh my goodness, it's so exciting. And and it creates so much joy and more beautiful emotion being shared. You know, you see people mm-hmm. with with brighter eyes and with just uh, can express their their joy and their love and it's it feels so much more natural than 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 personally how I was seeing things or how I was living my life. So yeah, the the failures are a big part of it. That's why my first book was I lost my job and I liked it. And the second one was I had no money and I liked it because each of those were just milestones to to discover who I really was beyond all the the the, the job title and the money on the account and the car I was driving. It was making miserable to always catch up and 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 sometimes uh, live above my means. Yeah, you know, it's like I think I again I I did this too, living a life of just relying on my mind and my intellect. And I think I would have gotten away with that had I continued to be able to. But then crisis occurred, and it was like that option no longer existed. And that sounds like um, your first book. That's kind of what happened to you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so the first you- book was I was in London and um, and I I had uh, got I got a job because for eight years in the U.S. I had my own uh, business uh, independent I was independent I was I was creating websites and uh, logos and all of that when a lot of people wanted those so it was a good business and then little by little I discovered YouTube and the videos and I posted more and more of those videos but after eight years of working for myself I decided to 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 accept this position over in London and to move back to Europe because I had been I was French originally. I had been living the past nearly 10 years in the U.S. I wanted to go back to Europe. And so I took this job in 2008. And then in 2009, I got fired from that job. And the truth is that during that time, I was stressed. I would not sleep. I had rows of shia that started on my face. I would, I would, uh, I would overwork like like crazy, and it would be never enough. And it would be such a it would be like I was I was I was just miserable. And um, and then when I when I received this news, I decided to. Um, well, first it was it was shocking, but then and then it felt really like I was out of prison and I was up to a new start. So I describe in the book it's the whole journey from the moment I, I received this phone call. So it's more like a journal where I use all the techniques I'm learning and and uh, how I shifted my emotions to finally do one of my biggest dream, which was to to put a first book out and and to then afterwards uh, just make a living from and live just doing this fully videos and interviews and all of that because I was already I had already a couple of millions of views on YouTube at the time so I knew there was more there was more and I loved doing it but uh, it took it took uh, took a lot of courage to 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 go for it because it seemed so big and so impossible at the time that uh, I thought I wasn't good enough <laughs> so mm-hmm. then there was a whole journey about that well, and I think, you know, what you're speaking of is something I talk about a lot and have experienced myself again, is um, sometimes we can get so overwhelmed with our goal and we think we don't deserve it. And that can do one of two things. It can paralyze you or it can motivate you. But I think mm-hmm. if we can, we can um, set little goals up for ourselves and, and take little steps in that direction, then we can start to gain confidence mm-hmm. that we yeah, are worthy. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. I feel to to take the first steps, and and I describe those in the book. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the step was, uh, am I going to tell this to my mom and to my family and friends? And and it didn't felt right at the time. I really questioned it because I thought I had the experience prior that each time I would say something, then they would want to protect me so much that they would inject more fears Mm. and so I thought I'm going to protect this one I'm going to protect this dream and and so I said I was looking for another job in the same area and the same um, in marketing and I decided to to protect it and to only speak to friends that I knew would understand what I was talking about and I wouldn't judge my ideas so I so that was one of the steps and even uh, buying a website a domain name sometimes is a step or or um or or yeah sometimes it means uh, just uh, having a big conversation with somebody 
Mm, I like what you're saying. It's such a such powerful little nuggets of wisdom that you're sharing here. You know, you're being very discerning about what you shared with and whom because you were planting like this little sapling and it could have probably been easily uprooted and you could have been discouraged if you spoke about it to to people that you cared about that were maybe afraid for you. So it sounds mm-hmm. like you were very discerning in, in your boundaries and, and what you shared while yeah. it was kind of taking root. Is that accurate? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And and it and and I had my and I think um, I think we really all have this like back and forth, back and forth. Should I? Should I not? Is this really? Oh no, I'm never going to make a living from this. I should go back to a regular job. And but then this doesn't really feel right. So there's this whole moment where we're in between, and it's sometimes we have to do this bridge work or to do another little job or to make decisions. Uh, that's what I share in the second book. I I had to go back to my parents for some time, for some months, because um, I, I just couldn't anymore uh, live in London. It was too expensive, and 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 I just knew that I had to again protect the dream and 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 just watch things and don't rush it either. But I'm an action person, so I do things, but. You know, the, the, it's just about listening, I think, to this inner voice and, and going at the pace that feels comfortable, not just waiting our, on our couch for things to happen, but mm. take the time that it needs, that you need to, to heal and to start loving yourself and recognize that uh, maybe if, if, if you were in that job that you really didn't love for so long and if that boss fired you, maybe there's, it's the best thing that could happen. Maybe you didn't love yourself so much enough to, to choose another job and to go away before. So there's, there's a lot of great news and there's a lot of things that we can be grateful for by, by not judging immediately the event that happens. Mm. Yeah, that's absolutely um, true. I think you're speaking some really great truths here. I have goosebumps and that's always a good sign. And something else you're bringing forward that I think is so vital is that balance, that balance between caring for yourself and allowing yourself to to integrate and do the introspective work, but then also um, tether that with the the action steps, balance that with the action steps. When do you move? When do you relax? When do you push forward? And when do you kind of just uh, experience peace and pull back? Um, so it sounds like you're finding your balance and your authentic shape through this process. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's the journey that we can all take on um, because it feels more and more that it comes down to that. Just allowing things to happen, being more ourselves, healing the parts that that needs to be healed so we can be really in alignment and authentic with our being and just shine out because there's not so much for us to do. But to do to to just be in the world, we need to love ourselves and be connected to to our heart, to our beingness, to just knowing that we deserve and then there is a certain serenity, there is a certain just peace and, 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 and joy and love that emanates and that brings to us what we need. And that's mm-hmm. that's the journey I'm on now and that's that's I'm I'm so uh grateful for being able to love because I didn't know what love was before I was protecting myself. That's why the book, the second book subtitle is the open journey. Well, it's the abundant journey of an open heart. 
because I realized that before all these crises, my heart was closed. I was too afraid to love somebody. I would find myself in situation always to, so I protect myself. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't be intimate, the, the real sense of intimate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there would be a lot of games uh, around all that and a lot of pretense. So to me, yes, being authentic and being uh, transparent as much as I can, even if it's not always possible, is one of my priorities because I prefer to be who I am and have less friends uh, and, and have their their love and respect and be real and to create those real relationships rather than to show up as somebody else that I am in the world and then attract the wrong people for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I can be a tough French woman and also be angry or, you know, what have you. But this is all those different things are part of who we are. Very colorful. Yes, we have to sometimes embrace the extremes and be our authentic self. And that's warts and all. It's not always going to be, you know, uh, gumdrops and roses and rainbows and unicorns. You know, we like that stuff. But the truth is, you know, uh, as human beings, we're multifaceted. Most of us, there's a there's a lot to us. We're we're complex species. Mm-hmm. So I like hearing you claim that. And yeah, I, I'm with you. I'd rather a few authentic friends than uh, friends that, that it doesn't go as deep with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so much of what you're saying, I can, I can really kind of visualize and relate to. I think when we find our authentic shape, when we really like uh, and love our authentic shape, everything that's ours comes to us the right relationships, the right opportunities, the prosperity, such a different way of being, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And we're, that's what people call charismatic, uh, mm. because you just come in a room and you, you shine, you don't need to do anything kind of a little bit strange to compensate the fact that you're not feeling comfortable or that you're going to be judged. And so there's just you being you. Um, there's, I, th- I don't think there's more, f- there's anything more fun than being ourselves because we're all so different <laughs> that it's, it, it makes it so much fun and interesting then. And, and it's, it's amazing to me, the different, uh, relationships and level of, of relationships that we can have. There is, there's just those where we just talk to somebody and it's just words, you know, yes. and there's this other conversation where it's like, wow. And, and Going to the heart of the matter. Yeah. Wow. Much deeper a level. It, yeah. It's so liberating. It's so powerful. And to me, what you're describing is, is heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. So much fun to connect that deeply, uh, to relax that deeply into ourselves and be able to connect from that space to another and be able to really discern who's really relaxed in that space not posturing, not posing, just really coming from their heart. And those are just diamonds when we can find those connections and have those conversations. So this is a conversation I'm just enjoying thoroughly. And Lilu, I'm so excited. When we come back, I want to talk about your book. She has a great book about prosperity. So if you're really ready to up level in your prosperity and manifesting greater abundance, you're not going to want to miss this. Her book, I Had No Money and I Liked It, The Abundant Journey of an Open Heart. And she's also going to share with us how you can get a free copy. So that's definitely something you're going to want to hang on for. Some really good stuff with Lilo Masti. We'll be right back.
Hey, parents, do kids think you're out of touch because of the way you dress? Yes. Well, say hello to Instant Style with Fashion On. Just spray Fashion On on whatever you're wearing and look cool in an instant. Turn orthopedic shoes into vintage high tops. Pleated khakis into skinny jeans. Even clip-on ties become fly gold chains. Just spray, let it dry, and presto. What about my fanny pack? You mean your hip MP3 player? Wow. What about my bifocals? You mean your hot pink shutter shades. Hey, I can't see. But your kids can see you, and trust me, they see fashion. Thanks, Fashion Fashion On. Fashion On is not available in stores because it doesn't exist. But that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt Us Kids and the Ad Council. License and registration. But I'm walking. Do you want to upset an officer of the law? No, sir. Good. I pulled you over today for littering. Uh, I didn't litter. (laughs) Wow. That's what they all say. Unfortunately, I saw you drop a pair of thunder thighs a few blocks back. Probably happened as you were biting into that apple you're holding. Uh, How'd you know they're my thunder thighs? Well, my young friend, I'd like to say two years in the police academy helped figure it out. But between us, it was smallstep.gov. Smallstep.gov? Yep, a Rooney. It's this site with tons of easy ways to lose weight. Some steps are so easy, people don't realize they're doing them. Like you taking small step number 83, snack on fruits. Go to smallstep.gov, you'll see. You can drive off now. I'm still walking. Take a small step to get healthy at smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department Have of Health and Human Services the and the Have Ad Council. Have you ever wanted to get your cat back after you lost it? Hi there, I'm Andrew Hoffman. I went on this website called inventnow.org. Then I decided to make an invention of my own. It's called the Lost Cat Magnet Invention. So you can get your cat back after you lost it. Just turn it on and lost cats stick to it. That's a good cat. If your cat was hiding up in a tree, it won't be up a tree anymore. It will be stuck to the lost cat magnet. And sometimes they fly toward you in the air. Just listen to one satisfied cat. See, that's proof. You should go to the inventnow.org website too. But just remember one thing. Don't do a lost cat magnet. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Empower Radio. Now, back to Journey to Center with Dr. Tammy Belashevsky. Hello, my friends. Thanks for hanging out with us here today on Journey to Center. We're spending some quality time with Lilu Masi. So excited to have you here, Lilu. Thank you, Tammy. It's good to be here. So I'm really excited. Yes, I'm really, really excited about getting into the content and the material of your book. I had no money and I liked it. I think uh, for people who are struggling financially, they're like, what is she talking about? This is a really, really um, huge subject. So I'm really excited about digging into this and, and listening to your wisdom about this. Thank you. So you say if someone is struggling financially... There are reasons for it. There's good reasons for it. What might some of those reasons be? 
I, to me, it, and, and I can only ch- share my own journey, but uh, I know that I, I've, um, I've had uh, struggles, financial struggles, even though if um, I had a good education and I went to good schools. Uh, but uh, I was using my relationship to money was, was, was always being strange because I would – um, if I would not feel right, I would go shopping. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've I've tried coming from France, you know, and living in the U.S. and starting to be independent. I've I've tried those credit cards, and <laughs> I would just be. They would be. It would be. It would never be enough. And 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 I would. And they would be. And I would associate myself to some brands and and to some car brands and all of that. And. And uh, it was it was just always like running and chasing and and just uh, there was something that was off. I I feel now about my relationship with money. Um, I wasn't understanding when people were talking about abundance and that it is natural and for all of us. I, I I've read the Little Money Bible and 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 the, the which I found really. Uh, to this day really nice but I, I, I missed the little uh, subtleties of it uh, that was I think Stuart uh, Whittle uh, wrote it or something and uh, all those Napoleon Hill books and all of it I mean I, I went to some seminars I did Eckert, uh, you know, Harv Eckert and the Millionaire's Mind and the Blueprint and, tr- and trying to understand but it would just I would spend a lot of money in those seminars and they would promise that if I would sign up for it uh, now and that I should <laughs> now because that's probably the reason why I was not successful so I, I so I signed up for those and I put it on the cards and, and uh, but none of it really worked and it was the same problem. Who was really making money is those teachers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, I laugh about it now because I can feel just talking about it the stress that it was it, that I had in my life and how inauthentic and stinky it was. <laughs> And, and, uh, and now, um, so what happened is that I, I, I decided to stop being self-employed and work for somebody. So I flew to London and, and, and accepted this position of director of marketing for this company. And, uh, it was a well-paid job in London. So I was really happy and, um, and, and then I, and I got fired. So from that moment, uh, I was living in a very expensive city. And uh, I I was facing the same problem and and challenges and a lot of pressure and a lot of uh, uh, panic attacks because I was I was really like, oh, my goodness, how am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to survive? What's going to happen? And I would cry a lot and it would be terrible. Uh, all the, and I would have a lot of conversation and that's what I describe in the book because the book is a course of a, a year of my life during this transition where uh, from those struggles to one day, this, this, this beautiful, and of course it's a series of events that led me to, to, to finally just let love in. And I know mm-hmm. it's quite, um, it can seem woo woo or just like, how does this happen? Can I just ask for it? And it comes, but I think it's really a journey that we can all take on by just 
asking, you know, the question, like, how can I live with an open heart? What is an open heart? How can I let love in? I'm, you know, and to be authentic with ourselves by saying, I, I don't know how to love. I haven't loved. That, that was personally when I really looked really for real at what was happening, that it, my heart was not open. I was protecting it in relationships. I was afraid I would. And this moment was beautiful. And, and, and I see it as a moment of rainbow. Like now I see, and that's why on the cover of the book, I'm, I'm with a rainbow in the background. <laughs> because even with the video blogs that I was doing on YouTube, and the interviews, well, the, the videos at the time, video blogs, you can see the whole difference between in that moment, that moment of shift where I start to see and connect with nature and people and being grateful for small things and, and not being afraid, like living from a loving perspective instead of a fearful one. And there was this release. There was this moment of, 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 of shift. It doesn't mean that then it was just plain selling. But there was this moment of, of shift and it felt to me, if I could just put it on a, just like a visualization, it was just like the light was coming in the heart. There was no more this armor around it and this shield to protect it. I just start to, and, and this is the key, I think, is I started to speak the truth to my friends and family, what was really going on with me, because mm -hmm. I was so afraid to just be who I was and to just say that I had money issue and I was struggling and to say that I was going back to my parents because this is what I had to do. And I was 32 and after, you know, driving a little Z4 BMW and having the great life, it was a humiliating moment. It was very humbling. And, um, and it, but it felt just so good. And I thought, I just, I just need to be who I am. And regardless of what I do, where I am, I'm still going to upload a video. Even if I'm homeless, I'm still going to do this. <laughs> I love it so much. It's, this is not going to change. And that's, that's where I saw how important it was and how much it was really deeply uh, engraved in my soul. And, in my, and it was my purpose to do those videos, to share them, no matter what. And once I was free from that, when I realized the core of the core, you know, the center of it all, there was this soul, there was this heart, and I had, and I wanted to, to, to play a role here, then the story was, and my life was not even more about me. It was about others, and it was about sharing and, and giving gifts and presents and, and being there for others and listen and, 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 and do things that were not so much because of or because I have a goal or in order to. Mm. What is interesting about what you're saying here is I'm, I'm hearing you say that it was so vital for you to become emotionally vulnerable in order to start receiving your abundance. Yeah, 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 it was. It, it was, it, for me, it was part of the process uh, to be vulnerable and real and uh, move forward like on a clean new page. You know, like and, just, this is the beginning. This is a new start. And it can take a lot of courage to do that, as, as you well yeah. know, as I know. So I'm wondering, Lilu, if you have maybe some suggestions. I would imagine we have some people hanging out with us that maybe there's a gap between where they are right now and where they really want 
to be? How might you suggest they begin to close that gap? By, um, I, I do suggest to read the book if they can, uh, because it will it will really help through this process, and they'll really really see themselves in it. Because I was I was I was with a dictaphone at the time, so it's really in the moment where I was living it, and and that's what's beautiful about the book is that you really feel it. But uh, if I look back, the the. It's it's one small thing after the next. It's it's a decision. It's a declaration. It's a it's a, it's a going for a walk. It's a having a, in the, in the woods in nature. It's a having a conversation. It's maybe letting go of a place. It's a, it's it could be changing job. It could be it could be just uh, forgiving. It could be writing a letter. There's so many things. I I don't think there is one solution for all. And I, I was a applying a lot of different things I had learned and a lot of things that were coming to me at the time. So there's, there's a lot of exercises that exist out there, but, and there's a lot of seminars we can go to and a lot of books that we can read. But I think one that really, um, to this day, uh, I'm still remembering is the, uh, from Gay Henricks when I later on interviewed him, but I love what he says when he, when he has this wonder question. So he starts his day by wondering, like, hmm, you know, like, hmm, and making that noise for him is really important. Like, hmm, I wonder how, what new solutions are going to come my way today. Hmm, I wonder how beautiful today is going to be. Or, hmm, I wonder how I'm going to be able to live my life purpose or to, um, close this gap to, 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 to feel this abundance or, and, and of course, gratitude. I mean, gratitude, so many people mm-hmm. speak about gratitude. It's not a mistake. It's not a la la land. It's really, it's so true. Being grateful for whatever happens to us, even bankruptcy, uh, hard times, you name it, then transmutes the energy of, of, of whatever that is that, that happened. And then we can really see the gift in it because when we see the gift in it, then we we're, we're like alchemists. We can, we can shift things around so fast and, mm-hmm. and, and new ideas, creative solution, the people, everything, because then you're at a different frequency and then you're attracting a different solution to the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's, quite surprising. I know it's difficult. Oh my goodness, I know. But if you can little by little just try to go into gratitude and find small things, it will really, it will really, really grow. And and um, just that simple thing, going to bed and saying five things that you're grateful for at the end of the day mm-hmm. might change your life. Mm. Well, yeah. And, and I think, again, what you're saying is so powerful. It's like having that, you know, what you I love the Gay Hendricks thing, opening your mind to wonder, having that beginner's mind, staying really open, you know, being like a child, really open instead of thinking, you know, and also mm-hmm. surrendering the resistance. And I think you're right is if we can start to direct our focus towards what we're grateful for rather than what we're angry about, it opens us up and it changes our vibration so that more good things can start to show up in your energy field, in your life. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of really great material right there that you shared with us. I hope people are taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> and Thank so, Lou, if, if people are going, yeah, you know what, I want to get her book, how do they do that? 
oh, they, um, you can just go on Amazon and, and type, I had no money and I liked it. Um, or my name, Lilou, L-I-L-O-U, and, and you'll find it. Or you can go to a bookstore and, and they will order it and it'll come. Um, you can, there's also the ebook version. There's many ways. So just type in the title, I had no money and I liked it. And if you lost your job, there's I lost my job and I liked it. And I'm working on the third book, which is going to be I found my purpose and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And it's true, I do. I feel like you totally are. When you're talking about, I don't care if I'm homeless, I'm going to do this. That's generally um, a testament to the fact that you're really starting to step into your life's purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember very, very uh, vividly that moment. I remember moments of just being also on my knees and praying and just crying. And it's just, there's so many emotions that, that were there. But uh, walking in the woods too, have uh, I would just just feel the trees and just being with them and even running and at some point the the I felt it I felt the connection the real deep connection. Mm. Yeah, nature is such a, a healing, powerful force, and I found it interesting that uh, when we're in that peaceful kind of meditative, relaxed state, we're kind of in our theta brainwaves, and that's the the pulsation or the vibration of the earth as well. So if you're stressed and you're having all the monkey mind beta brainwaves going on, spending time in nature can kind of bring you back to center, mm-hmm. kind of bring you back to that peaceful uh, place. Uh huh, and it comes to receiving because uh, if we're giving 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 in order to compensate because we think we're not good enough or nobody's gonna love us this and this we think we're loving but we're really loving in order to that's not the real love Uh, love is also to receive this love and uh, and to allow and that's I think that's what happened first is I received that love through nature I allowed it Mm. but uh, I think it's a challenge to a lot of women and probably a lot of men but because we, we became very, our energy and my energy personally had become very masculine and the go-getting and the becoming and the this. And, and I, I had lost my femininity, my femininity to receive. And, uh, and so that's with that too, a lot of the, the feminine aspects um, have come in. Like a lot of beautiful things too, and the acceptance. And but we, yeah, it's um, women and men have to bring in the feminine, not just not just the woman. But I particularly challenge the woman because it's easy to say it's man's fault or how the society is going, but it's it's not really the real issue. It's not the issue either that you might have not reached your dream because you have no money. Money is another very good excuse. But it certainly doesn't um, is not important when we start to start to see that this is what you really want to do, and you have this then co-creation. You you you're co-creating then after that. It's not a, an obligation for the universe to answer your prayers or to have friends or people help you, and you're not the victim anymore. You're truly there in the co-creation and the dance. 
Mm, stepping into that flow. Yes, yeah. they often, there's job, career, and life purpose. And job is doing something you don't want to do to make money. Career is like maybe you're proud of it, but it doesn't feed your heart or soul. Mm. Your life purpose is when you get paid to play and you mm. are in that co-creative relationship with the universe. And it is so much about learning to receive graciously and knowing that you're worthy Mm. Not because you're posturing and proving, but because you simply exist as a child of God, whom we all are. But mm. um, yeah, that real transition, I hear that you made that real transition from being a human doing to <laughs> a human being. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Yeah. Which is a more, you know, as you say, feminine stance or feminine perspective. And I think so many of us think we have to go out there and prove something and we have to work hard and, you know, we have to grab and reach and, and it, it, it very rarely brings us to our, our dreams, yeah, our life's and then, true purpose. And, uh-huh. And then we wonder why, why are we single, you know, at 30, at 40, at 50, because mm-hmm. simply because we're not, it, it's quite repellent to a man to see a, a go-getter driving, just wanting to be a man. I mean, by just being and relaxing and help, allowing help and receiving help and, and allowing the man to be a man and just, I mean, everything then I feel falls into place. And, yes. uh, and there's something yes. a lot more natural and a lot more attractive about you then. It's, it's really, it is charismatic because you don't need to do anything. It comes. And, and, and then, and that's why I really want to challenge the, the, the single woman out there. And I know it's a bit tough to hear or, you know, but I lived it. I've seen it. I'm witnessing it. And there's, it, it's, um, it's, 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 it's the same in business. It's not appealing somebody that absolutely wants it and that is on the edge and would do anything. And sometimes we try to hide it, but frankly, other people can read us. Yeah, we're all psychically so well. linked in some yeah. way. Well, and again, you know, what you're saying I think is true as, a, as a, a female wanting to attract a man, but I also think it's true in our relationship with divine um, mm-hmm. mother and father, being able to relax and receive and stay settled in that place of, of loving and faith and mm-hmm. just trust. And it, it really is, it's like stepping onto this wave instead of fighting to go upstream, you're just relaxing and you're starting, you're, you're, you're kind of carried and it is a grace, it can start to become a really graceful um, experience, this human experience. And it's, to me, again, heaven on earth. Mm. And it's a stream. It is true. It's a stream. It's a, it's a current. It's a flow. And the, the more we, we are being ourselves and are authentic, then the more this flow is, is big. And, 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 uh, and, it's, and that's the abundance it's everything is really provided when we start to see it uh, and relax into it and not beg for it or it's just it really is just there and that is that is just uh, we have to know that the universe is not there to get us or to make us uh, against us it's it's just it's it those are lessons and there is a beautiful thing about what you're going through right now there's something magnificent and with gratitude you're going to move into it and then you shift the 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 you, you go with the stream instead of going against <laughs> as jerry and so H much more fun. Say. oh my <laughs> gosh doesn't it feel better lilu <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh. what a relief what no a relief. kidding 
Well, and, and so much of what you're saying, I really, I, again, deeply relate to, I think if we're fear-based, we have this grabbing energy, this needy energy. And if you're walking in, I was an actress for a while. If you're walking into an audition or a, a job or even going on a date, it's not an attractive, magnetic, charismatic energy. What is attractive, magnetic, and charismatic is being settled into the place of love within and oneself. It- Mm-hmm. And if you if you really want to to know what it's like, you can go and swim with dolphins. <gasps> dolphins. I want to. Oh, I love them so much too. I love and them I met so them, much. <laughs> I met them in uh, Hawaii, and and they have this gentleness and this peace and this beingness, and uh, this is exactly that that feeling that I'm talking about. They they're really an incarnation of what we can be. Yeah, they're little angels. I have a boat, and sometimes we'll take it out into the ocean, and I always like to go south near um, San Pedro because they, they come out and they play with the boat, mm-hmm. and they race along with us. And one time I was like, shut off the engines, and I jumped in the ocean. My husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I want to hug one so badly. <laughs> and you can just swim with them. Uh, I know in some waters you can just swim with them, the wild dolphins. Like in Hawaii, you can you you just go with there they they go by pods and there there's never just one dolphin and and you go to not facing them but you just merge with them and and you'll see they'll surround you they'll play with you depending also how good you feel and the, the more you're at a higher vibration the more they're just they'll come there if you're not coming from fear They'll, they'll, they'll be there and they'll want to play with you. And the, the, it's, it's uh, surreal. It really is, a, I would say, a multidimensional experience. Mm, yeah, you're, you're preaching to the choir here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, honey, we have to go to Hawaii. I have to swim with a dolphin and it has to happen soon. I feel like my soul is just like longing for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lilu picked gift. up on it. We've got to do this. <laughs> I hope your husband is listening. <laughs> oh, he he's a big fan. He he is. So I told him this was going to be a really fun conversation. He's like, this again? I'm sure he's going to go, no, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, we have to make a plan. <laughs> you're, channeling, you're channeling what I already know needs to happen. Lilu, you are so cute. I just absolutely adore your energy and your messages. You really are somebody who walks your talk and knows the terrain quite well. It's it's abundantly clear that you are a wounded healer and an earth angel. Thank you. It was a lot of fun speaking with you too. A lot yeah, of you, you are really a pleasure and this has really been a, a true privilege. So we only have like one minute left here. And I want you just to share with me what your concept of true success is. Just uh, living as, I, as we've been sharing throughout the, the whole show, it's um, success, I think, is, uh, is somebody that is true to, to themselves, that is, that is in alignment with their, 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 their real big self. And, um, and, and so when you walk that path of truth, of authenticity, then I feel you're successful. There's, there's nothing really that can take that away. It's such a peaceful feeling. You're fulfilled. 
It is. It is. It's joy. And, you know, again, I think, yeah, lining up with your big S self, not your small S, your ego self, but (laughs) soul self. (laughs) Yeah. You've given us some wonderful tidbits and nuggets of wisdom and just profound information. You've been so generous with your heart. And again, I just feel your you know, I've seen a lot of your videos and I've read your book and I felt like this is truly a kindred spirit. This is a soul sister. And, and now I'm even more confirmed. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's, so, it's so much fun to speak with people like you and to have those conversations and not feel judged to just, uh, um, I feel embraced. I feel love and I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, lifted and inspired by this conversation. And that is truly my intention to come from that place, to see the mm. best in others and just to relax in my, in my place of love within. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really easy to see the very best in others. You are just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl, beautiful soul. So mm. again, just so happy that you were able to take some time out of your very busy schedule to hang, up, hang out with us here today. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I also want to thank you, Brian. You're such an amazing producer. Thanks for coming in early today. And Brent Carey for this forum called Empower Radio. You are, again, a rock star of the highest order. I adore you. And uh, to my listeners, thanks for taking some time to hang out with us. I know you got some really good information here and you're probably inspired to go just kind of open your heart and step more fully into the life of your dreams and and maybe swim with some dolphins. (laughs) 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 In Hawaii with the dolphins. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you have questions or would like to connect with me, please go to Tammy B. P. PhD.com. That's spelled with an I, Tammy B, PhD.com. Would love to hear from you and connect with you. Take good care of yourself. Love to you from our heart to yours, onward and upward. Bye for now.